Before you get started with this edition of the Books Podcast, we want to point you in the direction of our sponsor, Squarespace. For everything you need to set your website apart, head to squarespace.com guardian to get 10% off your first purchase. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to our series of readings from the classic novels of John le Carré, which we're running to celebrate the publication of his memoir, The Pigeon Tunnel, extracted in The Guardian. Today, David Harewood reads from Le Carré's 1968 novel, A Small Town in Germany, in which Alan Turner, of the Foreign Office, arrives to investigate the mysterious disappearance of a colleague in the West German capital of Bonn. It was Saturday morning, nine o'clock. The road from Freisdorf to the embassy was packed tight with protesting cars. The pavements were lined with photographs of the movement's leader, and the banners were stretched across the road like advertisements at a rally. The West has deceived us. Germans can look east without shame. End the Coca-Cola culture now. At the very centre of the long column sat Cork and Meadows. Becalmed while the clamour of horns rose all around them in unceasing concert. Sometimes they sounded in series, starting at the front and working slowly back, so that their roar passed overhead like an aeroplane. Sometimes in unison, dat, dot, dash, K for Carfield, our elected leader, and sometimes they just had a free-for-all, tuning for the symphony. What the hell do they want with it then? All the screaming, bloody good haircut. That's what half of them need, a good hiding and back to school. It's farmers, Cork said, I told you. They're picketing the Bundestag. Farmers, this lot. They'd die if they got their feet wet off of them. Kids, look at the crowd there then, disgusting. That's what I call it. Do they write in a red Volkswagen? sat three students, two boys and a girl. The driver wore a leather jacket and very long hair, and he was gazing intently through his windshield at the car in front, his slim palm poised over the steering wheel, waiting for the signal to blow his horn. His two companions, intertwined, were kissing deeply. They're the supporting cast, Cork said. (laughs) It's a lark for them. You know the student's slogan? Freedom's only real when you're fighting for it. It's not so different from what's going on at home, is it? You know what they did in Grosvenor Square last night? Cork asked, attempting once again to shift the ground. If that's education, I'll stick to ignorance. But Meadows would not be distracted. They ought to bring in national service, he declared, glaring at the Volkswagen. That would sort them out. They've got it already. They've had it for 20 years or more. Sensing that Meadows was preparing to relent, Cork chose the subject most likely to encourage him. Here, how did Mara's birthday party go? Good show, was it? I bet she had a lovely time. But for some reason, the question only cast Meadows into even deeper gloom. And after that, Cork chose silence as the wiser course. He had tried everything, and to no effect. Meadows was a decent, churchy sort of bloke. The kind they didn't make anymore, and worth a good deal of anyone's time but there was a limit even to Cork's filial devotion. He'd tried the new Rover which Meadows had bought for his retirement, tax-free, and at a 10% discount. He'd admired its build, its comfort, and its fittings until he was blue in the face. And all he'd got for his trouble was a grunt. He'd tried the Exiles Motoring Club, in which Meadows was a keen supporter. He'd tried the Commonwealth Children's Sports, which they'd hoped to run that afternoon in the Embassy's Gardens. And now he had even tried last night's big party. 
which they hadn't liked to attend because of Janet's baby being so near. And as far as Cork was concerned, that was the whole menu. And Meadows could lump it. Tomorrow, Simon Russell Beale will be reading From the Spy Who Came In From the Cold. Join us then. Plus, you can read extracts of Le Carre's memoir, The Pigeon Tunnel, on The Guardian website. Just go to theguardian.com. This Guardian podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. To find out more about how to set your website apart, head to squarespace.com guardian.